0: Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to answer the question, should you post your prices, right, the price of your coaching package, or not? And we're going to explore both sides as though both choices work, because they do. (laughs) So why I want to make sure we explore both sides of this is because I believe that the most effective way to help you as a coach, as an entrepreneur, build your own business is to help you see what your choices are, to help encourage you to make a decision with the information you have and then to own, right, to own your own like part in that, which is like I made the decision and I'm going to just keep making adjustments as I have new information, as I have new experience. That is the kind of business owner I want to help you become because it isn't enough to book consults or to create money. What it is going to take for you long term to build a coaching business is you need these skills. I'm going to repeat them. There's three of them. The skill, the first skill is to know what your choices are. This is a skill, right? Rather than letting some other expert give you insight and you constantly like needing to suck the insight from them, the first skill you're learning with this episode is what your choices are, right? You as the runner of your business, go out and gather choices. Not forever, obviously. I'm only giving you two choices here. The second one, right, the second skill is to make a decision. That's a skill. Right? So you're going to know what your choices are. You're going to make a decision with the information you have. And then the third skill is just owning it. Yep, I made a decision. Because there's like a whole self-talk conversation that happens when we make decisions. Because nobody knows, right? It's not just you, nobody knows what will like what will the outcome be of a decision. But as entrepreneurs, right, we want to build that conversation. And this is that third step, which is I made a decision. Of course I don't know what's going to happen, but this is the decision I made with the information that I had and as I need to I'll make an adjustment, right? That's going to be what creates such self-trust for you to make decisions, even in the presence of having no idea what the best quote unquote choice is. Because when I think about the alternative, right, the alternative is that I run this episode much like we're used to in the coaching industry, right? You go to Facebook and they tell you that this is the best way to do it and everybody should be doing this. And if you're not doing this, oh my gosh, you're missing out. And so they become the experts trying to tell you that this one method that they just happen to sell is the method. And what I see coaches doing, and this underlies, right, this cuts your feet out from underneath you, is that you then believe that that method, that that coach, that advice is the gold rather than remembering that you are the gold, you are the one who makes those decisions. You are the one that builds a business that you run every day. And so, what we're doing in this episode is we are building your mind into the expert that your business needs to grow and enjoy running it. So, whether you choose to post your prices for your coaching package or not, you get to change that decision again in the future when you have more experience and different insight. So that's just kind of the caveat, right? Like, no matter what you hear here, you want to just comfort your brain knowing when you make a decision, you can always change your mind. And often the reason we change our mind is because we have more experience or different insight. Okay, so let's dig into the question that plagues so many coaches' minds, which is, should I post my price so someone knows before they book a consult or not? So, the first thing, right, that I want to dig into is what is is that with or without listing your price? And I'm just imagining that it's listed on your website, or if you don't have a website, maybe it's just listed on your like your consult booking thing. Um, so I'm imagining that they have the opportunity to see your price somewhere, right? But with or without a price listed. These three things are still true. And this is important to hear because sometimes the reason someone chooses to post or to not post is because they have this thought, right? This thought error. They believe that thought error and then they they're kind of against one choice or the other. So with or without a price listed, you Have to build. I was like, "What did I write?" (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) With the without a price listed, you have to build the desire in your audience to want to book a call with you. Let me repeat that. Whether the price you charge for coaching package is listed or not listed, your your job, right? I'm gonna go with like biggest chunk of what you will do on a daily basis after you have everything set up and all the pieces in place the biggest piece of thing you will do is to catch your person's attention and help them (laughs) so they know you can help them speak to their problem in a way that is so understandable to them and clear. And that creates desire for your paid offer, right? So whether your price is listed or not, you have to create desire for them to want to book a call with you. Everything Because sometimes coaches tell me like, oh, do I need to build a sales page that I then have my, like, book a consult with me? And my answer is no, don't make this hard. Don't spend hours building a sales page, agonizing over it, weeks even, when everything you do before someone ever gets to a page to book a call with you is a sales page. It's you selling, right? A sales page, what is a sales page? It's a place where there are words that they can read, that help them decide to move on and book a call with you, right? So when you, like everything you do is a sales experience. Your social media posts, your social media stories, the videos you create, the emails you send, um, your website, whether there's a sales page or not, your website is a sales experience. Meeting you in person, listening to you being interviewed on a podcast, Someone telling them about you, right? Referrals. That's a sales experience that you weren't even involved in. So with or without your price listed, you still have to build desire in them to want to book a call with you. The second thing, with or without a price listed, you are going to have gaps between consults. Posting or not posting your price doesn't mean that consults necessarily flow differently. Now, we will say that if you don't post your price, and we'll talk about this below, that you'll probably have more consults. But I want you to think about the gap between consults. Because this is what freaks people out. They're like they think that something has gone wrong. But my clients who run ads, and so their ads create the, the consults, even they still freak out if they get to Monday, and they're like, Oh, no, there's no calls booked for this week. Whereas someone who does it organically because they're out there networking or posting on social media or engaging people wherever they're at often they have consults maybe like at at a fewer rate like if they have consults over a month it's like maybe they have three consults a month and maybe all three of them are in one chunk of time right that is very very common But because the brain doesn't know that, right? Your brain as a new coach doesn't know that. It doesn't have any pattern of thinking around that being normal. Instead, the brain just freaks out, right? (laughs) You You know this experience. The gap between consults though, while you may have more consults when you don't list a price, there is still going to be a gap between consults that you will need to learn a pattern of thinking so that your nervous system, your mind, your feeling state, all aren't freaked out. And then the last one, with or without a price listed, people are gonna tell you it's too expensive. I know, isn't that crazy? (laughs) And yet, like, oh, it seems so true. Whether you list your price or you don't, people will tell you it's too expensive. Now, before the call, right, they never even get on a call with you, they're gonna look at the price and they're gonna think, ugh, it's too expensive. And then they're not gonna book. So you're not even gonna realize that they interacted with you. But they will have, right? They would have gone there, they would have considered it, they would have seen the price, they would have had a thought. That's too expensive. Oof, I don't know. And then they left. Now, my favorite example I ever heard of this from my coach is she's like them saying no ahead of time, right? And this this kind of goes in favor of post like not posting a price, <laughs> which she's like have you ever walked into Target and before you ever even like grab a cart and walk through, they tell you, hey, I just wanna check you out. And so you're like, okay, right? Cause obviously that makes sense. And then they tell you, okay, that's gonna be $236. And you're like, what? No, I just came in here to pick up toothpaste. And they're like, no, <laughs> that's not what you found after you walked around. When someone comes to your page and they see your price, it's much like being at Target, not ever having really experienced what it was you were going to buy, but being like confronted with the price of like, hmm, right? Like, do I want to pay this? So, it, it's neither here nor there, but it's kind of like a really interesting way of looking at why you might not want to post the price, right? The the angle being that they get to experience me on that call and they've already built the value in. Now, The flip side of that being, you guys, your marketing, everything you do before someone gets on a call with you is you selling. Really, I mean, some people tell me about their conversion rate where they don't convert very much, like, I don't know, 30%. But when I think about what I do and how I do it, almost everybody who gets on a call with me, and this has been my whole like five years in business, almost everybody who gets on the call hires me. And what I attribute that to, we could do a whole episode on this, is that I, I really help people, right? I'm not trying to figure out how do I say this and sell it in a way that like tricks them. I'm just like, how can I really help them? <laughs> and then what I know is that my selling can be kind of bad. My selling can be not as effective as someone else's, but they still hire me because they know I can help them, right? So it's like everything you do before they ever get on a call, is you building that confidence that they have in you, that you can help them, and that they have because they've already been helped? So what's interesting is is that, right? like you kind of like when you think about that whole target situation, in my mind at least, I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of trust me. Like I trust that whatever it is, I walked through the store and decided I need. Like I really do want that. So I actually probably would see this random number, even if it was a couple hundred dollars when I came in for toothpaste. And I'd be like, okay, (laughs) I trust myself shopping in this store and I trust the store that they have things that I want and I would pay the price, right? Because there's a past experience that has built me ready to make that decision. Now, I told you that with or without the price, people are going to tell you it's too expensive. So the flip side of that, right? Like we just talked about in our target example before the call that you don't even know they're interested but they came to your website or their, your booking page. They saw how much you charge for your coaching package. They said it was too expensive. They walked away. But the, the second version of them saying it's too expensive is they got on a call with you. You talked about what it is that they want, how you can help them, what that looks like, what the price is. They got to the end. They heard the price. And they said no. And, and people rarely just say no they said, oh, no, that's too expensive. And what happens when a coach hears these words, and they haven't been trained to uh, interpret them, right, we hear those words, and we believe them, we're like, it is too expensive. Oh, my gosh, people don't have money. But you have to learn how to interpret how to how to hear those thoughts. Right. And when someone says it's too expensive, there's A few possibilities of what's behind that. But the number one is they don't want to use their money to pay for this, to buy this. That's just the bottom line. If they said it's too expensive, it's literally just them saying, I don't want to use my money for this. Now, when we think about why that happens, that might happen, right? This is almost like another layer deeper. So we hear the words, that's too expensive. But what you're going to know when those words are said is like what they're really saying is I don't want to use my money for this. And then the layer underneath that of why, maybe it stretches them too thin, right? Like, great. Like, we, if, if you are not comfortable with it, we don't want you to do it. There are so many people in the world who have money and want to pay for it with coaching, like want to use it for coaching. Like, we don't want the person that's going to stress out. Like, that's okay. Like, take as much time as you need. Come back when you're ready another reason that someone might not want to trade their money for your offer is because they're nervous it won't work. But they never say that to you because maybe you haven't asked them the question to help them say it. Maybe they don't want you to help them work through it, but they're just they're nervous it won't work. Another reason is that you guys are going to love this one. (laughs) They don't like you. And I laugh at that because so often in business, right, we take it personal. We're like, oh, no, it's me. I suck. This is awful. Or, you know, like there's some variation where we just make it personal. <laughs> so they might not want to give you the money because they don't like you. And what you have to train your brain to think here is that that's okay. Because if someone doesn't like you, do you really think you're going to like them? No. No. You're not, right? Like The best coaching situations are where the person comes. I'm not saying they have to love you, but like they should love you. They really like you. They want to work with you. They believe that you are valuable and impactful. And they want to learn from you and they want to be helped with you and they believe you can help them. That didn't happen. So maybe they didn't like you is a little strong, but it's more of like they don't have all of those thoughts about you. And then another reason would be that they don't see the value for what you're trading. So I, I have my two hands out. Um, so when we think about, uh, like, if you think of it of a scale, there's the price you charge, and there's what's on the other side. And the reason that someone spends their money is because they believe that what's on the other side of the money, right, is more valuable. They want it more. Than the access to the cash. They want what's on the other side more than the cash. We do this all the time. We go to the store, but we don't do it in a conscious thinking mode often. And that's why that's kind of what selling is, is we have to get someone into that space where they buy it because of something they want bigger, not like in this calculated, logical, because we just don't buy the same. So You like like the reason they might tell you it's too expensive is because when you did that consult with them, you may see the value. Although often you won't, if you aren't selling your value, and they aren't seeing the value as more than the price, it's usually has nothing to do with them. It has to do with you not seeing the value of your offer, not seeing and not experiencing the value of it, so that it just flows out of your mouth. Right, It's not some, I wrote it down and I say this, it's, I have spent time with myself thinking these thoughts about my offer that help me sell so that when I'm in a conversation with someone, that belief just flows. So those are the three things with or without a price, right? These are all going to happen with or without posting your price. You're going to have to build desire for people to book a call with you. There are going to be gaps between consults, and people are going to tell you it's too expensive. It's going to happen for both directions. Now, we're going to start with don't post the price. There are two reasons that you may not want to post a price. Remember, before we dig into these two, neither choice is better than the other. You're literally just saying, for me, this is the choice that I want to start with. This one makes sense for my skills, my beliefs, my preferences. You're just picking. They both work. They both work. They're both effective. They both will, like, you can build a multiple six figure with both of them, right? This, this decision right here isn't the make or break. So be careful if your mind believes, oh, nobody's booking a call because I did it this way. Like, nobody's hiring me because of this. no. There's something else, right? It's not going to be this. So there's two reasons that you may not want to post your price. The first one, probably the most common, is that you might not want to post your price because you're really good at selling. Now, when you hear selling, I don't want you to hear uh, manipulating someone, having the right words to put in the right order so that they just have to buy, that is not what I mean by selling. What I mean by selling is that you have a strong belief that when someone gets on a call with you and they're there to explore working together, that you can take them through. There's there's multiple consult processes, right? I teach these inside of an unconventional business school. I teach all of this actually, right? Building an offer, selling your offer, all the things. Pricing. Um, but If you believe and you know, right, maybe from experience or just could be belief, if they get on the call with me, and however you run your consult, you believe I can walk them through, I can find out what they want, I can help them experience like how valuable my offer is. And at the end, they're going to have a good taste of that experience. They're going to have a good taste of that value, right? So it's common for someone who's good at selling, right, when we just talked about what selling means, to want to get as many people on the call as possible to experience that because with that belief comes like no like when they get on a call with me they're going to see the value of the price in such a different way they're going to right? like they may think the thought that's a lot or I don't know but someone who feels really good about their selling and again this is also coaching like at the end of it just like when someone says oh that's a lot right? As a coach, what do you do? This is the same thing they teach you in sales. You ask a question, (laughs) right? And so the person who might not want to post their price, they feel totally comfortable with someone at the end of the call saying, oh, that's a lot. I don't know. And they want to continue that conversation. They want to explore that with them. They want to uncover if there is limiting beliefs, if there are doubts, if there are fears, right? Like we're just assuming they really want it, But there's just some uncertainty in their way. And the person who believes they're good at selling is going to likely say, you know what? I would rather them not get caught up in the price. And then together, one to one, we work through it. So that's one reason that someone might not want to post a price. The second reason is because you want to do more calls, right? You want to do more consults. Now, Whether, it doesn't matter how many consults you're doing, you're going to get these benefits, but maybe you want to build the skill of just doing consults. And the benefit, right, the experience you're going to get from doing more consults, just a higher quantity, is that you're going to have more opportunities to hear your person's mind, which then helps you create very specific content. So if you have fewer consults, you just have larger gaps between when you are one-on-one listening to your person's mind. Another reason that you might want to be doing more calls is that you want to hear, like like when you get on a, when somebody books a consult with you, one of the first questions is, what made you decide to book this call? What, What brought you here today? And so the more calls you do, the more times you get to hear their answer to that question. And that answer tells you what's working in your messaging, right? What stood out to them, what compelled them. And now, right, you have these data points of learning that you get to store away and be like, okay, that worked. We'll do that some more, (laughs) right? And then the other reason that you may want to, right, the value of doing more consults is that... When you have multiple people book a consult with you and you, you kind of like, right, like you hear their words, you hear the things they want help with, you hear how they talk, and you're just like, ah, this person isn't a good fit. And when it's just one, you don't do this. But if you have multiple people who've kind of even like all are similar, what that gives you insight into for your business is that something about the way you are talking Something about the way you're talking to your people, about your offer, about yourself, something in there is off. And so whatever the common denominator in how those people are talking and how it's off, you just now know, you know what, something needs to to change in how I'm speaking to people because I'm attracting this type of person and that's not who I want to attract. So the second reason, right, the first reason you might not want to post your price is because you want to, you believe in your skill as a coach in selling, and when that conversation comes at the end about money, you want to do it with them one-on-one. You feel good about that. You feel eager. You feel that like connection and desire to help them there. But it's not just that though. That kind of, that kind of almost makes it like a uh, like a bad thing. But it's you have trained thoughts and skills to do that. You guys, you don't have to go out and build that skill, right? I don't want you to hear that like, oh, see, I have to go get that. You don't. It's if you already have it then yes, use it. And then the second reason that you might not want to post your price is because you want to do more consults. And you've thought about each consult in the ways that I've broken it down for you. Okay, now why might you want to post your price? I have four reasons for you. Uh, The first one is that you would rather have fewer consults. I know, right? You see how this really like which choice you have really comes down to who you are and what you want and why. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Let's just review what kind, whose business are you building? Yours. Whose preferences need to be considered at the highest level? That's right again, yours. Yours. So you're going to build a business that you like, that you enjoy, that serves your time and your everything. And then once you have your preferences built in, right, then you go through and say, okay, great. Now, how do I serve my person in a way that filters through how I want to do it? And yes, there will be people who will be filtered out because they don't like how you've chosen to set up and run your business, Right, you may say, I actually never do video, and they're like, Oh, I just won't trust you if I never see your face ahead of time. And you'll be like, "Hmm, Sorry, (laughs) right? So it's like you're gonna build the business you wanna run that you're gonna enjoy, and you just know, right? The people who are gonna be the best fit for you are gonna experience the business how you wanna run it and how you enjoy, and that's gonna be what they like. So, the first reason that you might want to post a price post the price, right? Is that you want to have fewer consults, um, right? And why would there be fewer? Because they know the price ahead of time, right? Let, like, let's just think, let's talk this one through. You would have fewer consults because there would be the same 20 people, we're just making up numbers here, but we're just imagining there's 20 people that go to that book a call page and when there is a price listed, a certain number of people are going to think the thought, "Ooh, that's so expensive. I don't have that money. Oh, I don't want to spend that on this. Right? They're just going to have a thought like that. And then they're going to walk away. But there are also going to be people, right, of that 20 who see that price and they're like, "Ooh, okay. like, I know how much money I'm saving. I know what I want to have in place. Like, ooh, do I need to, you know, do I want to get a credit card? Do I want to, like, how do I make this work? And when they see that price, their brain gets to work on how do I make this happen? Or maybe they're like, ooh, I have that money in my 401k. It'll take me like a week to transfer it, but like, ah, I could book this call now and then that money could already be transferring or I'll wait until I know for sure it's a yes that I want to do it. But seeing the number for 20 people, uh, just a larger portion of them are going to have thoughts that cause them to walk away. But another portion of them are going to have thoughts that have them figure it out, right? That prompt them, that compel them because they want to work with you. Others might have actually a really simple thought like, oh, that's all? Okay, let's do it. They don't even have many thoughts, right? Their thoughts are just very plain and basic to the point. The second reason that you might want to post your price is because posting your price helps you manage your own thoughts about money. So you can be more present with them when you're on the consult. Now, as a mindset coach, this isn't, right? And if you're a mindset coach, you may be like, oh, well, we're not supposed to, you know, we're not supposed to do that. But so, right, like it's fine. We can do that. You can have a price posted that helps you manage your own thoughts that or, or doesn't have you like bringing up all the bad thoughts that you constantly have to work through or right like it's like no sometimes we just do it the easy way so posting your price might help you manage your own mind so that you can be more present with the person you're on a call with and help them in a higher way the third reason that you may want to post your price is as a reflection of your own belief in the value of your offer now, this is more of like when a price is listed, this is kind of already built in because someone who doubts that their their price is worth it, who isn't sure if they can deliver the value, who isn't sure if their client can get the result and they're kind, or who's like, ah, oh, well, I mean, I'll change my price and I'll change my length of time and like whatever they need. I just want to work with a client. No, when someone posts a price, what that tells me Right? What I know has happened inside of them is that they are certain about what they're charging. They're certain about the value of it. And they believe and know that right when they have the right person and they do the things they teach, that they can get the result. And so they aren't hiding the price so people don't know. They aren't hiding the price because they, they, um, they might change it in the future. They're like unsure. They're just like, let's put it out there. Let's do it. The fourth reason that you may want to post your price, fourth and final reason, is because that while you will have fewer calls, it's possible that more of them will be ready to hire you because they will have decided ahead of time that they're in, right? And then the call is just them double checking that it's a good fit. This kind of ties back into the first one, right? Where like the number will be reduced, but it's only like it's, there's still the same 20 people We just like broke it down. So more people when they get on a call with you are going to be a yes. So when you think about, oh, I get on how many consults do I need to do to sign this many clients, your number is just going to be right. Like how many consults do I need to do to sign five clients? You're like "Mm, four or five. Because when they get on a call with me, they hire me. Okay. That's it, you guys. That is today's episode on to post prices. Or not. And what's next for you is that I want to remind you that you are the expert running your business. And so you've listened to this whole episode. <laughs> now it's time to decide which path you want to take. Do I post my price or not? You just decide, right? You can take some time, write down your thoughts, whatever, but you're gonna decide. You're you're going to stop having thoughts letting your mind like turn around on this decision and keep bringing it back up I was actually just talking to uh, I don't know someone I think it was actually my program in unconventional business school on the coaching call and so often I think what coaches believe is going to make them more money is what they're doing and like I don't know all this stuff right like my mailing list size my how many trainings I do and that that is to some effect right But the other thing that helps you, like the difference when I think about the very early stages of making money versus after the multiple six-figure level, the biggest difference in a person isn't what they're doing, right? You might think it's in their messaging, but really, right, where does messaging come from? It comes from your thoughts, And so the biggest difference between someone who's making less than $30,000 a year in their coaching business versus someone who's making more than multiple six figures or multiple six figures or more, however we want to say that, (laughs) is that their brain space is being used differently. That's it, right? The person who makes less money, their brain is thinking thoughts and believing all of them, right? They, They go to make a decision about their pricing and then they're like, oh, but some people won't want to pay it and people don't have money. And they hear their mind say those thoughts, and they believe it. And so they don't make a choice. And so they spin themselves out longer, because their brain is consumed with something looping and looping and looping, and it doesn't get to work. Whereas the more money you've made, what you have done along the way is you've learned to take, you've built habits of thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to make decisions even though my brain still tells me we should definitely change this decision, you've built the habit of saying, no, I already decided. When I get to this point, I'll reconsider. I'll make sure I still want it. But the biggest difference is, is that you've built these habits that help you think fewer thoughts, more specific thoughts at particular points. So what's next, right? You're going to make a decision. Which path am I going to take? Maybe The next thing is you're going to set a date, right? Sometimes you guys are worried that like you might want to reconsider. But the best way for your brain to not wonder when am I going to do that is you just decide. You just decide. So for this decision, I might say like three months, right? Like put something on your calendar three months from now. Knowing like, okay, right? Like one month, two months, three months. This is going to give me some consult data to work with. This is going to give me some experience and time. And on that date, you just ask yourself, do I like, do I still want to do whichever choice I listed? And it isn't until that moment that you will think about it and re-decide. And then the third thing is just own it. This is part of the skill. Own it. <laughs> that you're the queen of your business. You made a decision and you'll adjust it as you go if you want to. That's simple. Okay. That's it for today. Ugh. I love this episode. I can't wait to see and hear how it impacts you and helps you to run your business. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.